Story 15 of Lulu, Alice, and Jimmy Wibblewobble by Howard R. Garris. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Playing a Ball Game One day Jimmy Wibblewobble was going over to where Bully the Frog lived. Come on, cried the little boy duck to the frog. Let's get up a ball game. We'll find Johnny and Billy Bushytail and Sammy Littletail and have some fun. Have you seen Uncle Wiggily Longears? He will umpire for us, I know, and tell who's out and when the ball goes straight and all that. Have you seen him? I saw him limping along a while ago, answered Bully. He can't have gone very far, for his rheumatism is bad again. Let's hurry up and catch him, suggested Jimmy. So they ran on through the woods as fast as they could, and sure enough, they saw the old gentleman rabbit. Will you come to our ball game? asked Jimmy. Why, of course, to be sure, answered Uncle Wiggily. But I can't play very well, you know, on account of oh, oh, oh dear, oh, oh, present arms, ready, aim, fire, oh, 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 and that's the way he cried all of a sudden. What's the matter? asked Jimmy. Matter? Why, my rheumatism? That's what's the matter. It does seem to catch me at the wrong time. I'm afraid I won't be able to play ball today, after all, boys. I'm sorry, but oh dear, <laughs> there it goes again. And that poor old gentleman rabbit had to lean on his crutch because his legs hurt him so. Oh, we don't want you to play, but to look on and tell us when the game is going all right, said Jimmy very kindly. You can have a seat in the shade, and you'll decide who's out, and who makes a run, and which side wins. Well, I might manage that, replied Uncle Wiggily. Come on, but please walk very slowly. So they walked on very slowly and pretty soon they met Johnny and Billy Bushytail with Sister Sally, and the little girl squirrel was singing, Hippity-hop to the barber's shop to buy a lollipop lolly, one for me and one for thee and one for Sister Sally. Come on, let's play ball, cried Jimmy to Johnny and Billy. The Bushytail brothers said they would, and so they all went through the woods and over the fields, and pretty soon, oh, maybe in about two quacks and a half, whom should they meet? but Sammy and Susie Littletail. Sammy said he would play ball, and Susie said she would look on. Then along came Lulu and Alice Wibblewobble, and Lulu had her white kitty with her. My kitty ought to play, as long as I can play, especially as she knew how to roll a ball, spoke Lulu. So Jimmy said the kitty could very nicely with her paws. But that's all the girls who are going to be on the team, said Jimmy very decidedly. Well, they started to play, and they had an old wooden doorknob for a ball. I just wish you could have seen them. Honestly, I do. It was as good as going to a show, where they charged five pins to get in. Bully the Frog was the catcher, for all he had to do was open his large mouth, and the ball would go right in. Uncle Wiggily was a sort of judge or umpire. That is, he sat in the shade on a pile of soft leaves and told when it was right for one of the players to give up the bat, and let someone else have a chance. Now, who do you suppose threw the ball? Why, Johnny Bushytail. And Billy was on first base, while Jimmy Wibblewobble had the bat, which was a piece of hickory stick. He was to hit the ball, and Sammy Littletail and the white kitty, whose name was Sadie, were to chase it. Ah, what fun they had! Jimmy knocked the ball as hard as he could, and then he ran, and Sadie and Sammy tried to put him out, that is, to tag him with the ball, for that's the way they played. Then it came Billy's turn to bat, while Johnny Bushytail caught, 
and then you should have seen how cutely sadie the little kitty would roll the ball along to first base whenever anyone hit it and as for billy bushytail when it was his turn he knocked a ball away over in the field and lulu ran after it even if she wasn't supposed to play she threw it back too and then she went and sat down with alice and susie and sister sally uncle wiggily did fine at umpiring and he was as kind and good as he could be so no one found fault with what he said even when he had to rub his leg that had rheumatism in it but something dreadful happened i've got to tell about it or else it wouldn't be fair and we must always be honest and fair in this world no matter whether we want to or not it was jimmy's turn at the bat again he hit the ball very hard away it sailed over the fence and across the field and then oh don't breathe or wiggle for a few seconds now then if that ball didn't smash bang crash right into the window of grandfather goosey gander's house yes sir it broke the window all to flinders and out rushed grandfather goosey gander oh but he was angry he quacked and he squawked and he called out who broke my window i i did please sir answered jimmy but i didn't mean to it was an accident ha hum an accident eh well you'll have to pay for it said grandfather goosey gander yes that's what you'll have to do oh we'll chip in and pay for it said bully quickly that's what we always do in a ball game when a window is broken i'll pay my share ha hum cried grandfather goosey gander and then he sneezed for he had run out without his cap on and he was bald-headed so they all agreed to pay for the window and even sister sally said she would help but they didn't have to no sir as true as i'm telling you if aunt letty didn't happen to come along just then and when she heard what the matter was she took out her purse and said i'll pay for the window which jimmy broke i'm rich and i'll never miss the money boys and girls must have some fun fine cried uncle wiggily i'm the umpire and i say that's just fine now wasn't that kind of aunt letty well i guess so then the game went on and billy and johnny bushytail won but no more windows were broken now if we don't get an april shower tomorrow you shall hear in the next story tomorrow night about how the duck's pen caught fire and who put it out end of story fifteen